0: Welcome to When Stillness Speaks, an inspirational podcast that explores what can be revealed in the quiet time. I'm your host, Tracy Michelle, and I'm grateful that you've tuned in. My hope is that this podcast will encourage you to create a space for stillness and embrace every part of your journey toward your divine destiny. Before we jump into today's episode, let's take a moment to just breathe deeply and be present. Allow your spirit to fill up with gratitude, knowing that you were created to be a light. In this world. So this is my first episode after taking a little bit of a break. And I know that this is going to be a little bit difficult for me. I promised myself that I would get back to recording and moving forward on some other things in the works when I was ready. I would give myself permission to just be for a little while. Now, there are some things in life that I tend to move through pretty quickly. But I am learning more and more that the process of grief shouldn't be one of them. You see, back in August, I lost my aunt. And I'm still grieving and processing her passing. And I'm totally okay with knowing that it will take some time. I often talk about self-care, and what that has meant for me lately is slowing down, putting some things on pause, and not giving my attention to things that really don't require it right now. In addition to me really focusing on my family, I also quickly realized that I needed to begin to process the many layers of emotion that come with losing someone you love. During this time, I have been still because I wanted to be able to embrace what God has been reminding me about my aunt's life and her legacy. My aunt passed away from cancer. And it is a horrible disease. And losing her has been heartbreaking. Sadly, there are so many people and families out there who know this type of pain all too well. And that is one of the reasons why I knew that this was something I needed to share. Not just in honor of my aunt's memory and the amazing life that she lived, but also just from this transparent place of grief and all that comes with that. I often reflect on the conversations I had with my aunt, and even the things that I've learned since she passed, and I realize how important it is for me to take my time with this. I think about the things that she spoke over my life, things that I didn't even realize the magnitude of at that moment because it just felt like one of our normal, casual conversations. I think about the people who have shared so many stories of her impact and how many people she encouraged just by her demonstrated love of the Lord. She lived her life with a focus and diligence on sharing God's word in a way that could not be ignored. She knew that her faith would be tested in ways that she couldn't have ever imagined and yet she still wanted to do God's work as much as she could for as long as she could. She just wanted her life to be pleasing to the Lord. Whether through her career, serving on boards, her Bible studies, conferences, or missions trips all over the world, she made sure she was spreading God's word. When I think about All of those things and all of what she was doing, it feels like there was supposed to be more. More things for her to do. More people for her to impact. More places for her to go. And definitely more time to spend with her family and friends. But I know that she was called home on God's timing. And we can only hope that when it is our time, that we have done everything that we've been called to do and that our life was pleasing to God. So I'm working through this grief and sadness of losing my aunt, someone whose love and support I always knew I had, but also someone who was always ready to encourage me spiritually and uplift me. As I enter this space of truly embracing my spiritual growth and what I feel like God has called me to do, I see so many parallels to the life that she lived. I remember her excitement when I would share steps I was taking to walk in my purpose. And now I won't be able to share those things with her anymore. But even through the heartbreak, I am grateful for her and her love and the ways that she was a blessing to my family and so many other people. I'm grateful for the example she set through her faith, a faith I watched be activated at a stronger level when she was tested the most. I'm grateful for all the time she planted a spiritual seed in me that she was confident that God would water. I'm grateful for her spirit. I'm grateful for the fact that she was a giving person. If she went to the store and picked up something for herself, you better believe she was picking up something for someone else. Something that they may not even have known that they needed, but she felt like they did, so she would buy it anyway. She lived with purpose, and she wasn't going to let things get in the way of her doing what she needed to do. And she never did it for recognition. It was all for God's glory. I'm taking time to reflect on those things. And how life can be. How things can change in a matter of days, months, or a year. And how important it is to be present. To show up where you're needed. And to trust that God will never leave you nor forsake you no matter how hard it gets. I'm thankful that God's presence was always felt through this, and I know that my family was covered and surrounded with love. And even with that, I've allowed myself the time to sit with this grief, not to run from it or push through it, because deep down I knew there were things I needed to learn and understand from it. Things I needed to see through it. Things not only about my aunt, but about myself. How would I handle grief now versus times in the past? Would I trust God even more? Would I be more in tune with what I need to get through this? Would I take action once I've identified those needs? Yes, I would. To all of that. I would go to places that bring me peace, even if that meant packing my bags and heading to the West Coast. And I would be more intentional about prayer. Even if I was too emotional to get the words out and say them out loud. The tears that would stream down my face were a reminder that I'm still grieving, but that it was okay if my prayers were silent. I'm grateful for the support system that I have and the ways that people have reminded me how much they care. Reminded me that they're praying for me and encouraging me to do things that lift my spirits. And yep, even pack their bags and travel with me. But even though there are things that I would do, I knew what I wasn't going to do. I wasn't going to say that I'm okay when I wasn't. Because I was well aware that there were going to be some okay days and some bad days. And let me stay on that for a minute. I don't know about you, but sometimes it feels like a reflex when someone asks how I'm doing. For me to immediately come back with, I'm good, or I'm okay. It took me being very intentional to not just blurt out, I'm good, without taking a second to really think about how I was truly feeling. Interesting thing about when you're going through a difficult time, I don't think anybody really expects you to be okay all the time. But they'll take your word for it if that's what you keep telling them. I recognize that the response to me saying that I was sad, or that it had been an emotional day or week, was met with the love and support that I needed. Grief is very powerful and it's personal. And so I think it's important in that space of grief to spend some time and figure out what support looks like for you and then be open and upfront about it. And you know what? There were times when I wasn't quite sure what I needed at the moment, and that was okay too. There are other times when What you need is so clear that you just have to act on it. A few weeks ago, I knew that I needed a complete change of scenery. Travel is one of the things that I just love to do. When I feel overwhelmed or restless, travel usually settles me. I'm sort of an explorer at heart. I haven't done much traveling during the pandemic, but I knew that I needed to get away and just be. I knew I just needed to be in a different place. And I was well aware that wherever I went, the grief was coming with me. But I still just needed to go. And so I did. And it brought me peace, especially because I was surrounded by water and beautiful views and my trip involved being out on a boat and going whale and dolphin watching and Now that's something that I would sign up to do every day if I could, but I digress. I say all that to say that I wasn't going to ignore certain things that I knew would be good for me. Now every situation is different, and sometimes I just need to go for a walk in the park or binge watch the latest TV series or sit in my prayer room or maybe just hang out with friends and family for a few hours and Sometimes it's all of the above and then some. But I'm committed to doing things that bring me peace and joy. Taking care of myself must be a priority. After all, I'm no good to anyone if I don't. You know, it's like what they tell you about the oxygen masks on a plane. Put yours on first and then help others. I also realize that I can't give 100% to the things I'm called to do If I am not allowing myself the space to rest, heal, or be present in whatever way that requires in my life at any given moment. I know that there's a lot of pain and grief in the world right now. You may be experiencing some of that yourself. If so, I encourage you to take your time to take the burden and the pressure off of yourself to rush back to what may seem like normal. And, you know, honestly speaking, there were times when I would look back at the date of my last podcast episode and, you know, I would look at how long it's been since I put something out and I would feel the pressure of deadlines and schedules. Ones that I created, by the way. And I hadn't been posting anything on social media and I hadn't been recording anything. And I would start to get a little bit antsy because I would think to myself, oh, man, there's an expectation that I would have done something by now, that I would have put something out by now. What if the people listening realize that it's been a little bit of time and don't tune back in? But I had to change my mindset around the things that I was putting on hold those things will still be there. All the people that I'm called to reach will still be there. And I realized that it was more important for me to take my time with the process than carry the weight of doing things too quickly when I knew I wasn't ready. Because I knew this would be the first episode that I would come back and speak about. And so I had to be ready to do that, to share, to be open, about what I'm going through. And I need to remember, not just in times of grief, but just in general, that it's okay to take some time, to take a break. And I have to remember that me taking a much-needed break is not going to interrupt God's plan for my life And in this case, I wasn't throwing off his timetable because I needed a minute or I needed a few weeks or a couple of months. I knew that when I was ready, the doors that God is opening are still going to be open. And I didn't have to exhaust myself trying to rush the process. God knows what we need and he's always working on our behalf. So even when it feels like we need a moment to just be still or put some things on pause, he's still working and our blessings are still going to be right there. And, you know, time is precious and so is life. I feel like we're constantly reminded of that. But I'm also reminded of the ways that God has blessed me so that I can be a blessing to other people. I want God to continue working through me to impact lives for his glory. And I have amazing examples like my aunt of what that looks like. How much we can be used if we are just available. I want to learn lessons and I want to see God's hand at work. Even when I'm going through something that feels very heavy, I want to still be able to see his hand at work. I don't want to rush past what he's teaching me or the moments with loved ones that he's given me or what he's showing me because I believe that there are amazing things in store. So with that, with life, and especially with grief. I think I'll take my time, and I hope you will too. Thank you for listening to this episode of When Stillness Speaks. I hope that you'll hit that subscribe button and also share this podcast with others. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about me, or pick up a copy of my book, Such a Time as This, Reflections of the Journey Toward My Destiny, visit tracymichelle.com. While you're there, you can also subscribe to receive email updates from me. If you'd like to connect on social media, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at One Tracy Michelle. That's the number one Tracy Michelle. Until next time, I hope that your days are filled with favor, great expectation, revelation, and of course, some space for stillness.